Hi there, and welcome to Southend Artscast. We're interested in how arts and culture fit into the everyday life of the residents of Southend and its surrounding areas. We set up this podcast to find out how people within the industry, as well as people who enjoy the arts, are experiencing them online during the lockdown and their opinions on how they think the industry will survive after the lockdown is lifted. This week, we spoke to Alex Abaneri, a theatre technician at the Palace Theatre in Westcliff. He also writes, acts in, directs and produces his own work. Hi, uh, my name's Alex Abaneri. I am, well, I do quite a few things, actually. I'm an actor, um, I've directed, writer. Um, I worked, um, I still do technically, even though everything that's going on at the moment at the uh, Palace Theatre and the Chris Pavilion as a crew member. Yeah, and I sort of do, do lots of different things in the industry. I've just started writing more as well. That was, uh, that was my, la- my latest thing I've been doing. I've worked as an actor, I've just recently done an audio book actually. That was the last thing that I've just done, um, which was uh, it's a little plug, will it make the boat go faster? So that'll, that'll, be, uh, that'll be out soon uh, to be able to be, uh, you can download and listen to my uh, my dulcet tones. No, and um, we've uh, so I've just recently done that, and I've just done a, a TV comedy actually um, as a little pilot episode for a TV comedy that uh, um, that I've worked on. Uh, that was pre-corona, and uh, I, that that was uh, that was great fun. That was a great opportunity to get some uh, get some comedy going. Um, That's one of the things that I quite enjoy a lot is is doing comedy. Uh, I've also worked as a lighting designer at the Eclipse, at the Palace Theatre in Eclipse Pavilion. Um, that was great. That's re- that was really good. That gave me such a nice opportunity to work a different field and understand how important light can be to, to telling a story. You can really get that across uh, very well there. And uh, done a bit of directing and uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's the sort of, but in terms of recent things I've done, yeah, they're, they're, they're the uh, latest things with the audiobook and the, and the TV comedy. But how did Alex find his way into the industry? My parents are both in the industry. And if anything, I think they were the ones who said, don't, don't go into it, get a, get a, get a proper job. And, and you'll be all right and you earn some money uh, because this is not an easy life, not an easy life at all. Um, and I went, oh, mm, no, I can't, sorry, I'm hooked. <laughs> so um, it was one of those things that I think one of the most, one of the most, I think for in terms of film especially, I, I always have this memory and I, I still get it even now. When I go and see a film, there is something, or, or going to see a play or a musical, and there's that, that moment when you know everything's about to start, the lights dim down, you hear the audio set in, you hear the, the overture kick in, and there's that, that sense of real life. And I knew from that moment, I was, um, I was onto something. I was like, this is, this, is spe- this is special because I turn around, everyone is watching, everyone is fixated, everyone's in the same mindset or very similar, and you're sort of joined there together. Um, so even just as an audience member, I think there's something, especially to go and see something live, there's definitely a big social um, entity element to it. Um, if I'm making any sort of sense whatsoever, I think there's a sort of, there's a group sort of uh, community there, just in watching um, something together. And there was obviously, there was this one time that I, when I was, when I was very little, I think, um, 
probably the main reason as to why I wanted to join the industry was when I was about, I think must have been about two or three. Um, I was old enough to walk and my mum was in London and um, with my dad and we were in one of those um, sort of shopping mall places and being adventurous I just ran into a lift I just ran into this lift and my mum absolutely panicked the lift went completely just gone so my mum was absolutely going Seb where 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 is he where is he we need to find him so they literally get the whole mall turned over and eventually they find me as someone well they, what happened is a woman found me sitting at the front row of a cinema watching i think it was the mask and i was so little i couldn't even sit into the seat properly it was still stood up and i had to sort of prop myself just at the top watching this film and then eventually everyone thankfully they found me they brought me back and everything but um i i think it's quite i think it's quite fitting that that should be my uh, that should be my first experience of running away the arts and creative industry is such an important thing for us as a society there's a fantastic quote. Now I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but years ago, I think during World War II, and they, I think someone said, "Look, should we cut the arts funding because we need to? We're, you know, the world's at war, and we need to, we need to sort things out." And then I think it was Winston Churchill said, "Oh, what on earth will we be fighting for?" Which I think is such a, such a brilliant response in terms of how important it is for a society to have arts and and culture, and to fund that is very important indeed. I mean, I, I work with lots of people who are um, starting out in the industry. So um, they're, they're trying, they've either left drama school or, um, or they've, they've, they've been on tour. And a lot of people I work with, especially more so now, are people who are trying to produce their own content. So in terms of getting new voices heard and new people um, to, to be seen, um, you need the funding and in terms of you know councils helping with funding and uh, and, and and government funding I think it, it can be very important indeed um, for the industry to keep the new fresh voices I was I've, I've been brought up by uh, two actors my, my my dad's an actor my mum was an actress uh, they met in the theatre and uh, I've been brought up surrounded by theatre and uh, and the creative arts and there's a love for the theatre that I that you can't diminish, and um, that's why I, I went to work as a as a technician at my local theatre, and uh, it was a great opportunity to be able to work with them and also as a casual, but also work as an actor as well at the same time. Um, it was great to be able to put up, pick up, and put down sort of job. Um, but I've more recently, um, I say recently, probably within the last four years um, moved into film so that's the that's the real um, uh, element that I'm really fascinated in I love the idea of being able to create an idea um, either write it yourself or find someone who can share the idea with you write it create it um, get everyone on board and then go out and go out and do it and then you realize you sit there very much like in the theater you at the beginning of the day you, you walk into the theater it's a black box by the end of the day you've got this beautiful world that you've created in the same case with film you you sit there at the beginning maybe sitting across from someone in a cafe just having a chat about an idea for a mad film and then the next minute you well probably half a year later you sit down and you see the film and you just think wow that was just a that was just us our mad ramblings having a chat about something we thought might be funny or entertaining so 
film film is definitely something that I'm I'm moving towards and I mean I'd like to maybe go to film school and um, COVID permitting and uh, um, and yeah so it's just a case now for myself building my portfolio and uh, moving from there really so yeah film theatre though theatre is the original love. After speaking about the past we decided to talk about inspirations and any dream projects Alex had and would want to achieve in the future. I'd love to work uh, um, for a uh, for in a, in a studio um, um, in house um, in London or or to work on a film. But I mean, I think the the ultimate dream the ultimate dream would be to uh, to work on a on a film that I was directing um, that I may have been producing in and I help with the idea of actually creating the whole story. So um, there's um, I mean there's so many fantastic creatives at the moment. I mean, you look at Tom Hanks, he writes things and directs things and, and he stars in them or he directs them and such. I mean, have you seen um, um, Jojo Rabbit recently? That that was, like, I mean, in terms of someone who's, I think, created, written, directed, was in. Fantastic New Zealand director, absolutely brilliant. He normally does little cameo parts, which I think is very funny, but something in terms of that, I, that, that would be the dream, to be able to have a film that I've um, had a fundamental... Um, part in the the creation of the story and directing and if the, if it's right maybe a little cameo part in there as well. So in terms of where like where where I want to get to, um, I uh, the, the the idea would be nice to go to, to see if I can get into film school. It's a very hard task to get to get into film school, um, but I'd love to work for a production company. Um, full-time and work at creating content, uh, work in-house, work as a freelancer as well between potentially, for, like I'd love to work in-house with, with a production company and really build up reputation, uh, more understanding of the industry and, and certain areas and then um, one day like form my own production company, that would be, that would be the, the goal. Um, uh, but in, it just it, it's those steps just going right, building the contacts. I mean at the moment I'm, I'm very lucky, I know lots of very fantastic people um so i try to use them as much as they can or as much as they can tolerate me and um and then it's one of those things that i feel that i'm slowly building up um the people who i know and then uh, be given the opportunity to actually work on something and go brilliant now i've got these team of excellent pros who um who are just chomping at the bit to to get on something uh, like that so yeah work with a studio for a while and then yes yeah, for my own production company that would be the um that would be the goal. After speaking about Alex's goals, we talked about how he is utilising this time whilst in lockdown. Yeah, so I, funnily enough, uh, I'm, I've started writing something over, over this lockdown quarantine. Um, I think a lot of people have. I think it's fantastic to see people working away um, over this time uh, because time is a hard thing. You've got to balance life, finances and everything and to be able to actually get time to, focus on your art uh, whether it be independent or full-time employment is is very important but I'm writing a piece at the moment that um is it's quite it's very different to what I normally do so uh, normally I'm sort of uh, do a lot of comedy uh light-hearted sort of stuff but I've sort of delved into the realms of a, a bit more serious drama and with that we 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 touch upon um some very uh delicate issues heavy issues and stuff that um 
I mean, uh, one of the main characters, in, in essence, the, 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 the idea is, I mean, at the moment, there's still first few drafts of writing, it's still early stages, whether this will be made, I, I don't know. But um, it's the, 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 the premise is um, the, this uh, performer, the musician, and he's uh, can, uh, dealing with a, a disability that he's um, subtly incurred. So um, it's a very difficult topic because you never want to upset anyone. You know, you want to be completely accurate to the facts. And when you're dealing with stuff that people are, are, are dealing with, like I said, you have to be, you have to be honest. So in terms of research, um, I think it's fundamentally important, whether that be um, going on the internet. I mean, the internet is such a fantastic resource nowadays where you can literally go on and you can search for anything. It's great. Um, and you, there's an amazing amount of interviews of people and what they've gone through. Um, and then of course, there's the old school, just giving, dropping someone an email, giving someone a call and saying, look, we're, we're, we're doing a project. And normally whenever you're, if you're honest with people and you say, look, we're trying to tell a story, whether it be fiction, documentary or anything, um, and we want to get it right, people want to help you. They want to give you the facts. They want to tell you what they know. They want to tell you what they've lived through because they want to see that you, you, you do well by their, their, what they're going through or what they represent. Um, so in terms of going to charities and things, and it's, yeah, it, it's, it's important. And most charities will always say as well, we, we want to get awareness for, for, for things. So in terms of doing something in this ilk, um, it could be anything you're researching, but in terms of this, um, this project um it's it's great we, we're going to be approaching charities and research but research is very important um in most things really in most things um you do especially on the writing side um if you're creating a concept you want it to be as accurate and true and honest um as you possibly can um you don't want anyone watching that going well that wasn't real or that seems that, that seems fake or that, that that wouldn't happen um because then it just completely removes you from the situation i mean i'm sure you've seen films where you go Mm, I don't think that. No, <laughs> and then then you're gone. Then you're gone. You've lost the illusion, and the um and the director's not done their job properly, or the writer's not done their job properly. So, um yeah, it's fundamentally important, and I do actively try my hardest to research as much as possible. Pre-lockdown, um, I mean, I've done quite a few different bits and bobs, but pre-lockdown, we uh in from in terms of being a backstage crew member, um, typical day, you wake up early on the Monday morning and they get you in and you do a full get in. So that's a, that's a big task if it's a big show. Um, got all these trucks coming in, it could take complete day and evening and night. Sometimes it could take two whole days and evenings um, and basically until the show's in. And then you do the show, you've got your job. So you either go and follow spot or you go and fly or you go and be a stage hand or you go and hold a door for someone while they're walking through and shouting things on stage. Um, and then on the Saturday night, you take it all away and you start at about 10 p.m. and you finish at about eight in the morning the next day. Um, and you throw all the stuff back in the, back in the lorry and then it's all gone. Um, so in terms of that, um, all of those things, are not achievable during lockdown. Quarantine, it's, you can't do any of that because there's no way that you can social distance and in terms of spreading the virus, it's, it's, it's completely impossible to do so. Um, in terms of audience members and everything, and it's something that if they want to start releasing lockdown measures, it's in terms of just saying, well, all right, maybe we have half capacity in audiences, fantastic. But how are you gonna get those shows in? If you want, you need crews of 25 people, 30 people on some of these big shows, 
um, how are you going to get the the setting on time? Because it, 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 it's, it's hard work. You've got to get it in. You're not, you haven't got much time to chill out. And then you've got actors on stage. You've got, well, are you supposed to have a kissing scene or a hugging scene or an embrace? You can't do those. So how do you address those moments? Um, I mean, another element is um, with the, in terms of the audio book I did. Uh, that's something that I've done pre-lockdown. And also I've been able to do, well, they've said you can, you can go to work. Um, when they said you can actively recently with the last thing where they said if you can get to work go as long as you abide by the covid and then you say well that was great screens up no um, and then it's completely separate rooms everything's cleaned down everything's sorted whereas beforehand it was just it was very similar actually for audio uh, work because you have to be in a booth anyway so um that was that was quite easy to be uh, achieved um, in terms of that work but from the from the different areas of fields that i've worked in i can see so many problems in so many different situations that will just be a nightmare to logistically sort out um, so it's going to be a very difficult very difficult journey uh, especially for theatre film can be a little easier and I think they've proved that in certain tv shows where you can cheat camera angles you can have certain people at different places um, you can have especially if you're outdoors on location fantastic because they say you know go to the parks and it's harder for the virus to spread you can spread people out when they're not needed on set. And it's, it's an easier thing to do. But then, of course, you've got closed moments. If some, you've got a scene where someone's trapped in a lift with another human being, do you, you need to test that person or do you need to do it? And then you need to clean things down. And there's so many, so many situations that could, that could cause a problem. And this is the thing. This is life. Like Art is what we, what we live. So it, it needs to be everything that we're used to, really. Um, so it's very difficult. It's very difficult. And, um, but the day-to-day the -day life has, has changed a lot. It has changed a lot. At the moment, um, I'm working uh, on some stuff that's being written and it's in pre-production. So uh, we're, we're on the verge of releasing some stuff. But if you want to, you know, keep a little tab on what we're doing, um, I've got uh, my website. It's uh, abenary.co.uk. A special thanks to our guest this week, Alex Abaneri, who gave us some top tips as to how to utilise time in lockdown. And thanks to you for listening. Don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram at Southend Artscast and on Twitter at Arts underscore cast for more information and to tell us how you've been experiencing arts online.